listening to Friendlier, the podcast for friends who love to talk, read, and eat. I'm Sarah. And I'm Abby. Today we're going to talk about the state of clutter in our lives, but first let's catch up on life lately. What's new with you, Sarah? I ran a half marathon this weekend. Woo! This was one of my goals for the year, so I am very happy to say that I accomplished it. I went out too fast, which is a classic rookie mistake that I knew about, yet I am just such a positive person and have such a deep belief in myself, even when it is unfounded, that I still went out too fast. And then, wow, really struggled the second half. Definitely had to take multiple walking breaks, but I finished and I am proud of myself for taking on the challenge. Way to go. Thank you. What is new with you? I built a screen door. I have been wanting a screen door for our front door the whole time that we've lived here because I love to get airflow through the house, especially Mm -hmm. in fall when it's so nice. You know, you've had the AC on all summer, but it's like finally nice outside and there's a breeze going. But our front door is eight feet tall and I could not find anything that was already made Hmm. that wasn't hundreds of dollars. And so I got the wood. And I made it. I used my Craig pocket hole jig and screwed it together. And I ordered the hinges and I hung it up last night and it looks absolutely amazing. I told Andrew, I said, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever made. (laughs) And Plum was like, the chicken coop. And Andrew was like, our children. I was like, it's the door. It's definitely the door. (laughs) So I'll put pictures on our Instagram because I'm obsessed with it. And I'm like, let's go out the front door. So we can walk through. <laughs> really yeah. into it. Of course, now it's like really too cold to have the front door open and the screen door closed. But I have faith that it'll warm up again because it's Alabama. And you are ready. I'm ready. Now let's talk about what we've been reading. What's your book, Sarah? I read Wellness by Nathan Hill. This is contemporary fiction, and it's the same author who wrote The Knicks, if anybody read that. I think that came out maybe 2016 or 17, but I really enjoyed that one then. So when I saw this one was coming out, I got on the list. It follows a couple who meet in the Chicago art scene in the 90s, and then we jump forward 20 years to their married life with a kid. Something about his writing style just really works for me. The book is long. I had actually put off reading it for a while. Neil read it Mm. and kept saying, Sarah, you should read it so we can talk about it. And I was like, "Mm, I'm just not quite ready to commit to it. But then once I started, I could not stop and Mm. flew through it. The book did make me wonder if I understand the satire genre (laughs) because (laughs) I definitely thought it was satire and then I kept reading about it and people just kept referring to it as contemporary fiction I was like is it satire it feels like satire to me but maybe it's not maybe he just so accurately portrays the (laughs) hilarity of modern life that it feels like satire even though it's not it is hard to say but I really enjoyed it and felt like it was kind in its mockery like I enjoyed laughing at myself in the Mm. spots where I saw myself in it and Mm -hmm. enjoy talking to Neil about those things. So I would recommend it. I thought it was great. Your mileage may vary, but he is an author that I really enjoy and feels like he just gets something right about the way he talks about humanity. Nice. What have you been reading? I recently read The Murder of Mr. Wickham and The Late Mrs. Willoughby by Claudia Gray. 
These are the first two books in a new mystery series that is based on the characters of Jane Austen all coming together at house parties. So Claudia Gray has sort of imagined like how all the characters would fit together and what ages mm-hmm. and like who has had children and who now has children that are coming to the house party. And I loved it. I feel like if you are a fan of Jane Austen, either books or movies, you will recognize the characters and that she does a really good job bringing together characters from all these books And representing them in a way that feels true to their Mm -hmm. original stories, but then also twines them together in like a more interesting and modern way. I really loved them. They feel like a good substitute for Lady Sherlock when there's not a new Lady Mm -hmm. Sherlock book and Veronica Speedwell when there's not a new Veronica Speedwell because really... The mystery is focused on the young Mr. Darcy and Miss Tilney, who is the daughter of a novelist. So, you know, romantic tension between those two young people, but at the same time, they're solving crimes. And I just really enjoyed them both, and I'm excited for the next one. Do you think people would enjoy these if they have not read all of the Austen books? So we read the first one for my book club Mm -hmm. and sort of have various degrees of exposure to Jane Austen. And that one was enjoyed across the board. So, yeah, I think worth a try. Let's move on to our topic for today, clutter. First, we're going to go back and forth and talk about the worst spots for clutter in our homes. Sarah, start with one of yours. Before I get into the many spots of trouble, that I am currently having, I want to give an overview of the state of clutter in my house, which is that we're in a bad place. (laughs) Yep. It is dark times right now Mm -hmm. in the clutter world. Same. I think a lot of that is the stage of the renovation that we are in. Mm -hmm. Half of our stuff is in our old bedroom. Half of it is in our new bedroom. Half of E's stuff is in our old room. Half of it is in HP's room. The staining, painting, and sealing supplies, which is what Neil and I have been doing, mostly Neil, with all of our free time, (laughs) is working on that. They are just in the kitchen, just on the floor, (laughs) around the piano, in the pantry. It is hard to get to anything. Mm. And because we have been doing the staining and painting and sealing when we are home in the evenings, we have not been doing any kind of tidying, putting Mm -hmm. things away. So everything has just built up. I sent you some photos of the state of our house last week, and you can testify to the trouble. But this weekend, E had a little gathering of friends, and so we were getting everything so that people could actually walk into our home. (laughs) Love that. And so it feels much better, and I can see the light at the end, Mm -hmm. but still a long ways to go. And I feel like we are just really at a low point in our clutter life right now. The first area of trouble is our entryway. You would think that this would be better because since we've moved into the house, Neil has built shoe cubbies. We got baskets for our winter items, so we each have a basket. There's a bench there, but guess what? Everyone just walks into the house and sets everything onto the bench. And our children also strew their stuff about the entryway instead of hanging the backpacks on the hooks or putting their shoes in the cubby. They're just right where you need to walk when you come in. So that is not going well for us. What is your first troubled area? 
Our first is the top of our dresser and inside our dresser. Hmm. There's just piles and piles of stuff. Stuff on its way into and out of the house. Donations. Amazon returns. Presents for the birthday party this weekend. And really, this is my more general issue, is that every horizontal surface in our home collects clutter. Yes. No matter what I do. So top of the dresser, top of the TV stand, kitchen counters. There's just so much stuff. And I think some of it is that we have too much stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's where the decluttering could really help. But then some of it is that like some of the stuff that we have just doesn't work. Like I just don't think Mm. that the dresser that we have has a door on one side that opens with shelves and then several dresser drawers. I just Mm -hmm. don't think that that is what we need in terms of our clothes anymore. And so the inside of the dresser, I just end up like shoving stuff in there. And like, for instance, the other day I bought another sweater identical to one that I already had (laughs) Uh because I just hadn't seen it. But then I thought, where is that sweater? And I don't know. I know I have an identical one, but mm-hmm. I'm keeping the new one that I bought because I can't find the other one. <laughs> like, yeah. So there's a lot of stuff that's not working. And I think some of that is like a bigger statement about our house, about how I haven't fully even moved in mentally mm-hmm. yet. And so I'm just keeping stuff out and it's just staying out and things aren't organized and I'm not taking the time to like invest in the things that would make it really work for us. Mm-hmm. And I've realized that lately, and I think the realization is sort of the first step. But then the next step is this overwhelming clutter situation. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And the dresser is a huge one, but it's really throughout. That will be really interesting to talk about when we get to the possible solutions phase, because Mm -hmm. I've been asking myself, is the problem the stuff? Is -hmm. the problem our organization? Or is the problem us? And I'm afraid the problem (laughs) is us. In a lot of these situations. Uh-huh. So yeah, not sure how to fix that. But we're going to try when we get to the solutions. <laughs> yeah. My next area is the art cart, which also may be familiar to listeners as a past decluttering win that we used to have a bookshelf <laughs> that was just a whole mess of a situation. And we bought this cart specifically to hold all of the art things. We labeled the bins. That was a big improvement. And then the spring... He was home one day from school, and we went through the whole thing together. We got rid of a bunch of stuff, pared mm-hmm. things down, got it all back to be nice and neat, and then it's back to just so much. And it's the top part, like you're saying, the horizontal surfaces. The bin system actually works pretty well for the mm-hmm. stuff that's labeled, and we can find the things that we need that are there, but it's all the random things. Like, we'll get these kits from the library that have a project and then it just goes on top or Mm -hmm. all of the pens and pencils and yarn art and different things I would say just piled on top but it's piled on top and then kind of falls down around Mm -hmm. to gather on the floor all around it as well I'm familiar (laughs) (laughs) and I think this one has been particularly challenging because it's been hard to get to our art cart because we have the camping box out right now because there's not a place to put it because Mm -hmm. our new closets in the back part of the house are not functional yet and the staining and sealing all the paint cans it's been hard to access it you're not going to put it back exactly where it goes you're just going to kind of set it somewhere in the general vicinity of the art cart (laughs) so that one is on my list of just needing to figure out something that works because this is an example of hey we bought the thing that was supposed to fix it we bought the organizational system and Mm -hmm. it is still a mess (laughs) 
here we are. Here we are. So our bedroom closet is the next one that I want to talk about. And it's not just our bedroom closet. It's really every closet in our house really isn't functioning great. Mm -hmm. But our bedroom closet is the one that's an absolute nightmare. That's where I do my podcast recording. So it's also my sound studio. But like there's just stuff everywhere all around me and not closet stuff. Other things, musical instruments, bags, sheets, things that, you know, normally you're like, oh, a closet should have clothes. But Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have so many other things in here. It's just the worst. Like we can barely walk into it. And the kids' closets are also bad because we're keeping toys and playthings in there and not even clothes in there. And so toys and boxes stacked up. And then Pepper, every time he wants something, has to pull the bottom box. He's like, oh, I want the box that's on the bottom. And then everything falls and there's Lego. I mean, it's just the closets are a nightmare. We have Mm -hmm. decent closets. This is a well-built, good house with decent closets. And they are a pit of clutter doom (laughs) right now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. My final one is our laundry room. There is so much stuff in there that does not belong because we had to find a place for everything that lived in the addition while we were redoing the addition. Mm -hmm. So a lot of that stuff lives in the hallway where the laundry room is, and a lot of it lives in the laundry room to the point where it is very difficult to access our washer. There are the piles of dirty clothes that are on the floor in this small room. Then there are a lot of tools. I don't even know what this one large saw sander situation is that's on the floor directly in front of the washer and so much stuff. So I am very much looking forward to the time where what is in the laundry room is supposed to be in the laundry room. Mm. And I'm hoping that this is one of the easier solves out of my list. But it's hard to say because I think that's the kind of room that when you're not careful, it's just the catch-all because Mm -hmm. we have linens in there. We have tools in there. We have all of our bike repair type things in there. We have cleaning supplies in there. So if you don't know where it goes, that's where it goes Mm -hmm. right now. So I need to think through how once things find their home, they have homes and don't just come to the floor of our small laundry room. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hear you on that because we have cabinets high up in our laundry room that are really just Mm catch-all cabinets. And my last one that I wanted to talk about is the cabinets up high in our kitchen, but really the cabinets in the laundry room do a similar thing Mm -hmm. where we have storage. So we can put things away technically, but it's just a mishmash of stuff. There's no clear organization. We don't necessarily know what's up there. We don't really remember until we get on a stepladder and look, but we don't do that that often. So then we're just like chucking stuff up there and quick slamming the door shut Mm -hmm. (laughs) like in the cabinet above the fridge and above the microwave so that it's off the counter in the hopes of getting the counter clear. But then (laughs) when you open it, stuff just topples down. Mm -hmm. And Andrew got so mad the other day. He was like, he opened it, (laughs) like stuff came at him when he was trying to put something up there. He was uh-huh. just like, ah, just like shoved it all up and then slammed the door. Like, <laughs> yes. One of my favorite scenes from the book Wellness was about them discussing their home renovation. And they were talking about the wife wanted to have open shelving in the kitchen and oh. kept referring to these Instagram posts of these yeah. beautiful open shelves with the white dishes that are all perfectly set up. 
And the husband walked in and just opened one of their cabinets that had Tupperware and Tupperware just comes falling out. Raining down. And I laughed so hard about it because in Austin, I had us do open shelving. We took the cabinet doors off of our cabinets in the kitchen there because I thought that was a good idea. And I'm like, it was not a good idea. Yeah. So we are living that life mm-hmm. in multiple cabinets in our home that should be working for us and are not. It's interesting seeing my home through different eyes. I get so used to the clutter and I can handle a lot of clutter, which is why mm-hmm. it builds up so much because I can somehow tune it out until it becomes completely overwhelming and then mm-hmm. I really need to get rid of all of it. But someone was over and I was walking them through the house and they were asking us about the things that we did. I was like, oh, look, and now we have this pantry area because we have moved our washer and dryer into the laundry room. So we used to keep stuff on top of our kitchen cabinets, but now we don't have to. And then I looked at our kitchen cabinets. I was like, okay, well, there still is a lot of stuff on top of our kitchen cabinets, but there's less than there used to be. (laughs) And it's one of those things I was like, hmm, maybe we should address that. (laughs) What can you do? What can we do, Abby? That's our next question. Do you have ideas about how to address these trouble spots? And maybe we'll have ideas for each other, too. Yes, let's brainstorm. So for the entryway, I feel like this comes back to needing to do the 10-minute cleanup in our house on Mm -hmm. a daily basis, Mm -hmm. which we have not had the bandwidth for this fall. In the summer when we were doing it, it was going really well. And it just feels like a lot to organize everybody right now. But I think that is what needs to happen because the entryway is mostly things that need to go right there. Mm -hmm. The backpack just needs to be put on the hook and the shoes in the shoe cubby and the socks in the laundry. Yeah. And if we could maintain that. So I'm not sure about how to change the habits of my children Mm. because that is what the main challenge is. Neil and I generally do put our stuff away in the entryway. We use the bench as a catch-all and store our stuff there. But I feel like it's that 10-minute cleanup in the evening that's going to prevent this problem, not a new function or system Hmm. in place. Because I don't feel like the system is bad. I feel like we're just bad at doing it. (laughs) I I don't have a suggestion. I hope your 10-minute cleanup works. Great job. I feel like that would be easier for me than the constant reminding. Mm -hmm. I don't like feeling like I'm nagging. Yeah. And I don't like asking multiple times. You know, the clutter is annoying, but feeling like a nag is also annoying. Mm -hmm. And the kids being nagged is annoying for them. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, no one wants to live like that. No, I sort of have this dream that, like, systems will save us. Mm -hmm. But I think maybe this is a good one to, like, really remember about y'all's experience that maybe that's not going to solve the whole problem. I also wonder if this is something that I could take off of my mental load and put on to Neil Mm. as his mental load because he's the parent who is home after school. Mm. And I feel like that's when a lot of it builds up is that immediate after school. And that if he could help establish some new habits of before you go out to a play, we need to make sure that everything got put away from school. The lunchbox is out. The backpack's hung up, especially as we go into winter with all the winter gear. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if I can just remove that from my responsibility on a daily basis Hmm. see how that goes intriguing my first one was the dresser and really I think it's related to closets because like I said I don't think that the dresser is really working for us Mm -hmm. anymore and I don't think that our closet 
with the storage how it is is working for us. And so this to me feels like a bigger problem of needing to overhaul both our hall closet that has coats in it now, but is a lot of wasted space Mm -hmm. and our closet in our bedroom to make it work much better. So I have gone on a custom closet deep dive thanks to TikTok and Instagram okay where people are buying dressers and building them into their closets mm-hmm. with like full walls of cubbies and things to put stuff in. And so I am really feeling excited about a long-term project of redoing our closet, redoing the hall closet so that it will be more like a linen closet because we don't have a place mm. for linens and they're just yes. flopping everywhere. Like right now we have shoe cubbies in our closet that in theory we could put shoes in, but it's stuffed with sheets. Like fitted sheets are just stuffed in those cubbies right now. So it's not cute <laughs> or functional. Everything's wrinkly. Everything's covered in cat fur. And so I feel like if we could get some things sort of moved around. And then our entryway, we have three different pieces of furniture that all have horizontal surface that collects stuff. And so I have another idea about our entryway that I think would solve our closet and dresser problem, which is to build a separate closet situation out there that would just be for coats and backpacks and shoes. So it could all go right there. And then Hopefully, if we got all three of those areas settled, then we could take out some extraneous furniture, which makes the hall feel cluttered. It feels like a large solution Mm -hmm. for the problem of having too much stuff on top of our dresser. I am so glad we are talking about closet organization because right now we have three closets in our new space in the back, including Mm -hmm. two bedroom closets with Mm -hmm. nothing in them. We just had our contractor just build the space, but there's not a shelf or a bar because we wanted to figure out how we wanted to do that. And Neil is planning to build a closet organization system for Mm us. And I have no idea what will be best. Mm. So right now we just moved some shelves in there and I have my clothes folded on the shelves. And then we have some stuff on the floor in the other one. It's Mm -hmm. not ideal. A lot of our closet is currently in E's new room because we don't have a bar. So all Mm -hmm. of Neil's shirts that need to hang are still hanging in the old space. Mm -hmm. And we went back and forth because originally we had thought that we'd have his and her closets Mm. where one closet is mostly my stuff. One closet is mostly his stuff. But I am not sure that's the most efficient way to go about it. Mm. I don't have that many things that hang. And so it doesn't make sense to me to have a huge hanging space in my closet. Like, would it make more sense to have, like, one be two bars Mm -hmm. where we can hang stuff and the other one be shelving where you can put the folded stuff and have bins? Mm -hmm. I am not sure. So I would love anything that stood out from your deep dive into closet organization because I have zero desire to do such a deep dive and would just like to glean the highlights from you Mm, about what would be best. So y'all have the closets that are sort of built into the wall, right? They're not technically walk-in closets. Correct. Correct. Okay. Yes. So ours is a walk-in closet, so it's a little different, Mm -hmm. but I would be glad to do a small closet custom deep dive and send you the Mm -hmm. highlights (laughs) that I find on TikTok. Really the thing that I like the most, which I already said about ours, is building the dressers in Mm -hmm. so that you can shut the door. (laughs) 
Yes. And not look at it. And that feels so appealing to me because Mm -hmm. I think of the top of our dresser problem. Yes. I agree. And so last night we had a family meeting because the horizontal surface of our table Mm. is often filled with clutter Mm -hmm. and the benches around the entryway. And HP really struggles when it is his week to set the table. He does not want to have to clear off other people's stuff. Mm. And so he called the family meeting so we can discuss how everyone needs to clear their own stuff, Mm. which led to this really great family conversation about how would we actually accomplish that Yeah. It turns out it's putting away things after you use them. (laughs) Shocker. (laughs) Because I was just like, but HP, everyone's going to be in different places in the house. We shouldn't all have to come and put things away. And it's like, oh, I guess there is another solution here. And so the family right now is very motivated to keep the bench and table clear for ease of setting the table. And we all did a big family cleanup in the evening. And I am feeling very positive and motivated. But I do think it's that same thing because the dresser we have in our bedroom also collects a lot of stuff. Mm. That is Neil's dresser. So it's his stuff. But the one in our old room that I am not moving, Mm -hmm. same. It was a huge long dresser. Mm -hmm. So many things piled up. And that's one reason I didn't want to bring it into the new room. I was Mm. like, no, I want the closet to be good where I can put all of my things there yeah. and eliminate the horizontal surface mm-hmm. because it's hard. It's hard to keep them clean. It's so hard. I am with you. So we'll have to report back on how the closet organization goes for us over the next couple months. My next problem area was the art cart. I am not totally sure because we did a declutter in the spring. I think there is still too much stuff and things that we aren't regularly using. Mm -hmm. So I think this will need to be a conversation with E and HP about what things do we use Mm -hmm. and what is taking up space and making it harder to find the things we use Mm -hmm. and just having a real honest conversation about that. And I think it'll have to be the same thing, whereas if it doesn't fit in the art cart, then we can't keep it. Mm -hmm. And I recently was listening to A Slob Comes Clean, which is Mm. a podcast I just found when I was Googling podcasts to listen to while cleaning my house. (laughs) I love the name of it. That sounds like (laughs) what I wish would happen in my life. (laughs) And one of her things is this idea of the container, that you have a certain amount of space and things need to fit in that container, that Mm -hmm. space, that closet, that shelf. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't fit you have to get rid of it. Or you have to get rid of something in the container so that it can fit. Mm -hmm. But thinking of that as a real boundary, Mm. and I think we need to take that approach to the art cart because right now there is no boundary and stuff piles up on top and on the sides. Mm -hmm. Whereas if we said art supplies must fit in the art cart, and if they don't, they have to go. Yeah. So I'm going to try and introduce that idea and see if that helps us keep it contained. Mm. Literally in that space. Yeah, I love that. Really, that container idea makes me think about so many things Mm -hmm. differently in my house. I really like that. So because I sort of talked about closet and dresser, once the last one that I have to address is the kitchen cabinets. And This is where that container thing really comes in because we just keep shoving things in there. Mm -hmm. And the same with like all the junk drawers in the Mm -hmm. house. Like every drawer seems to be migrating its way to a junk drawer. Like (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, sure. like there's just more and more stuff. They're multiplying. And that's where I think the decluttering comes in. So I don't know if this looks like getting the kids involved. I don't know if this looks like me getting really real with myself. And am I going to do that? So I think better organization in those kitchen cabinets could help. But I think also less stuff. So mm-hmm. 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 probably need to do some some deep introspective work about why I am holding on to all of the things that are in there. Yes. My final problem area was the laundry room. And I am hopeful that this will be fixed once we get the closet set up. So we have our bedroom closets in the backspace, but we also have closets that we built for storage of camping stuff and Mm -hmm. blankets in the summertime and just all the stuff that one has. We have no garage. And so also anything you would think of storing there (laughs) needs a home in our house. Mm -hmm. So I do think that once the shelves get built there, once we figure out what is going to be in the hall closet, what's going to be in the back closet, what's going to be in the laundry room, Mm -hmm. that that will naturally make it so one can walk into the laundry room Mm -hmm. (laughs) without tripping over things. But another little tidbit I gleaned from this podcast was when you are thinking about where things go, you should ask yourself, where's the first place I would look for this (laughs) months from now? If I needed to find it. And so that is something I'm going to take with me as we're deciding which closet these go into is trying to create the categories in my mind Mm. of what goes where and to think as we're choosing which space to go, where would I look for this first? Yes. So I'm hoping to apply that as I move forward. Huh. Wow. This has been really good. I feel like I have so much work to do, but I feel Mm -hmm. newly inspired to do it. I'm feeling the same. And as I had said earlier, when we first talked, our house was just, I mean, the photos, friends. I sent them to Abby. (laughs) If you feel like your house is cluttered, just you wait till you see these photos and you'll feel great about your situation. But doing some of the work this weekend and then having this conversation with you, it is making me think about it's not the space that we have. Mm -hmm. It's not the organization. It is too much stuff Mm -hmm. in some cases. And it's us and our habits around our stuff. Mm. And that that is the work that we need to do in our family. Yeah. Plenty of work to be done. <laughs> mm-hmm. All around. So we've both mentioned decluttering a good amount so far, but let's dig deeper on that. What are your specific decluttering habits, Sarah? I don't think I have a set time that I do it on a yearly basis, although I do think that New Year time, I feel a lot of the New Year energy, inspiration for organization, Mm -hmm. and I'm in between classes these last few years, so Mm -hmm. I felt like I have the time to give to it, where Mm -hmm. during the semester, the weekends feel like they fill up with other obligations Yeah, in terms of my work, in terms of things with the kids during the school year, so that has been pretty consistent the last couple of years. And then my favorite thing to do is just to Google organization, minimalist decluttering podcasts Mm -hmm. and listen to those as I work. And I feel like I always get a couple of those tidbits that I take with me Mm -hmm. and it just feels like I have a companion with me on the decluttering journey who is supporting me and encouraging me. Uh And then I really prefer to be alone in the house while I'm doing it Mm. because I don't like to be interrupted and it feels easier to make progress and make some of those choices when I can just get into it without the demands of everyday life encroaching. Mm. Yeah. 
And I am so excited about this year because I get the full week of Christmas off and I'm not going to be in classes and I am just ready to live my very best decluttering life. Hopefully the closet organization systems will be in place and we can just make it all happen. So good. I also really don't have habits around decluttering, but when the need to declutter grips me, (laughs) I got to do it. And I get like super almost obsessed with it. And I will also say I'm a great project starter, but not a great project finisher. Mm. So that can sometimes be a problem. The one that I am consistently very good at and do seasonally is clearing out kids' clothes. Mm-hmm. And my kids w- will participate in this. They will try things on mm-hmm. to see what fits and what doesn't. They will let me know like what sort of things they're into wearing if we need to like buy new things. And actually... I feel like this is one place where that container idea is really working because they share a dresser in Pepper's Mm -hmm. room and they each have three drawers. And if the stuff doesn't fit, we get it out Mm -hmm. because that's about how many clothes they wear. So great job me with that part. But nothing else in my decluttering life looks that neat or straightforward. Yeah. I'm not sure if there's room to work on that or if I just need to go with the decluttering frenzy when it hits, you just roll with it. Mm -hmm. And the idea that it does make a difference, even if you're only doing a small bit, Mm. like you don't have to pull every single thing out of your closet, Mm. but going through and finding just a few things that you can get rid of. I feel like that progress builds on itself. Mm. And I tend to feel like all or nothing. Like Mm -hmm. I either need to take everything out of the closet and completely rebuild it or Mm. (laughs) just sit in this pile of stuff that I'm currently sitting in as we Mm. record this podcast. (laughs) I can probably work on that mindset a bit. So thank you for that. (laughs) I love the little wins. It just feels good. Even when it's small, I'm like, yeah, I did that. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, we're going to end our conversation about the current state of clutter in our lives there. But listeners, we would love to hear from you planning to share some photos of our clutter on Instagram. Would love for you to share photos of your clutter and tag us (laughs) on Instagram. And we would love to hear if any systems around decluttering have worked for you. Now let's finish by talking about what we've been eating. I made a new spinach dip. We had potlucks every day the last few days of work. It was so fun. We had a soup day. We had a taco day. We had a dip day. And for dip day, Mm. I made this spinach dip. And I was really looking for a creamy, hot spinach dip with lots of cheese that did not have artichokes in it. And this is it. It is from Dinner at the Zoo. It has cream cheese and sour cream in it. And everyone loved it at work. It has Parmesan. It has mozzarella. So it has all the dairy. And Mm -hmm. it was super delicious. So would recommend. Sounds good. I want to share some mint brownies that Mm. Ian and I made together a few weeks ago. This is from Sally's Baking Addiction. We got two of her cookbooks from the library and have been enjoying looking through those and choosing desserts to make. And this is one that E picked out. You make the brownies and then you make a mint frosting that you put on it. And then you do mini chocolate chips on top of it. And it was quite straightforward and delicious. Yum. That's all for this episode of Friendlier. It's been great talking with you, Abby, and with all of you listeners. 
You can find out more about everything we talked about today, including what we're reading and eating, in the show notes in your podcast player. You can also leave us a comment on Instagram at Friendlier Podcast or email us, friendlierpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, may your books be engaging, your food delicious, and your conversations friendly. Asking for me. (laughs) I got that.